Greetings, traveller. I bid you welcome to the Tim Curry Time Warp. And not a moment too soon. Things talk is about to begin. Please, step right this way. Space! Do you like my little song? Yeah. I just I did a little song for you for for the episode that we're doing. Oh, okay. I thought it might be a, a new Molog report. It's not a new Molog. I've got nothing to report. Molog's not even in the same building as we're, we've been separated by the plague. Oh, I've my. got... I've started my second goblin. I've done his spider up in the base coat and the shade that spiders are supposed to be. Not yeah, metal this, this time. Not... I've not, <laughs> not got a... the layer that I need for the spider to do it by the book. But I could probably put him together and do the rest of him a bit. But I've not done that yet. Instead. Instead of it. Instead of that. I've done his mushrooms all up. You've got to do the mushrooms first. I think I've explained this, because otherwise the spider legs obscure the mushrooms and you can't get the brush at the mushrooms. Brushrooms. Brushrooms, indeed. Brushrooms are plenty for you. Uh, You remember that big box that I got with the skaven and the ghouls in it. I do remember that big box you got with the skaven and the ghouls in it. Well, two of the things were like big skaven war machine things. One of them was the doom wheel, which we had a lot of love for. And the other one was a warp lightning cannon. And I built the things fully without considering the fact that it had a lot of bits inside of scaffolding and metal and stuff. That's what you gotta watch out for. And I had to because I plastic glued them, and that kind of cements the things together. Yeah. I end up having to like cut and tear the things apart so that I could paint them. I ended up doing that with a clown's arm one time. I got you know the harlequins you showed me once. Yes. I got the one with the crystal gun jumping off a rock, being real fun. Didn't get the uh, skull one with his side sniper rifle. I don't know. It just on second viewing, I decided I preferred the leaping one. But I glued his arm on too far back, and it went bad. It, oh, the angle no. just looked wrong, and I tried to like tweak it off, and I think I just did a bit of a... Not so much that it destroyed the arm, but just sort of twisted it a bit, and now it's not good. Like I, I can't do that again now, or he'll just have no arm forever. Oh no. That's but, yeah. not what you want for Christmas. That's not what I not what I want for Christmas. Two turtle doves and a clown. 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 How are you? I mean, first of all, thank you for stopping me. <laughs> I've got the, I've got no the house is currently empty save for me right now so I've, I don't have to worry about bother I can do I, I can do oh, that's I good. can do that at year for I can't do I've got garage band on my iPad 
and I used it to make some music years ago and have never been able to do anything good with it since. So I just use certain sounds on it to intimidate people and get inside oh. their head. Oh, so it's so it's not actually using a a toot thing. And no, it's not. I'm I'm using an actual physical here for thing at you. Yeah. I'm not using Garage... I can't use GarageBand during podcasts because I have to have this on with headphones uh, to have the call so that I can't... I can't do it on my computer because then the Audacity audio would skip as it struggled valiantly to run both at the same time. And that is the only reason you have been spared just an onslaught of 50s sci-fi suspense noises. Did you did you enjoy the tune I played you during all that? I only heard one note and oh, I bit I... cut off the rest. I was doing that entire time. So that'll be fascinating to listen back to. <laughs> I don't know how to play the thing, so I was just dooting. I was just dooting. Well, I don't so... know how to play this. I just. Your bum, like that. <laughs> yeah. Did Lovely you hear song. me playing that time while you were I playing? Heard, did... I heard slightly more of it. Okay. We're getting there. But we're not here. It's, it's not the music talk podcast, is it? Music is no. you can't You can't hold that in your hands for two ninety nine. We no. need things for this. Episode. You, 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 you. You, Hi. Elodie. Hello. Your name is Elodie, if you weren't aware. And you convened oh, us. You convened us today. Yeah, I have something important to tell you about. What's the important thing? So we got this box, right? Yes. Uh, and it's it's a it's a tub, and it says on it Chris Christmas, uh, storage box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the label that stuck to it, it's like a sticker, and it says Christmas storage box. Christmas storage box, yeah. <laughs> but it's just a normal, it's just a normal, just long normal box. box. No Christmas, <laughs> in, no Christmas inside for you. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing Christmas related in. There's nothing the Christmassy about box. this box, but it's labelled as such. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm with you so far. <laughs> no, I just wanted to bring that up before we okay. got to <laughs> the main part of the episode. Here. <laughs> Masterful. Okay, so all right, so the the actual thing then. Yes, I bought a board game again. You bought a board game again. Oh, uh, this one, I got it. Uh, I I originally found it on Facebook shopping website, Facebook. Yes. And it was the original £95 that the game cost when it came out. But mm-hmm. it had sold already. So I looked on eBay. And most of them were like 200 or 300 There was one. There was one that I managed to haggle down to 135 With free shipping. And okay. it was the only one that I could find when none of the models had been built yet. Which uh-huh. is good for me. Because I like to chop and change shit. <laughs> That is true, and to marvellous effect, may I add. Oh, thank you. Uh, but yes, this is Warhammer Quest The Silver Tower. And it's a, it's a cooperative board game. 
It's kind oh. of a, if you've watched my Fimir video. Yeah. You remember Hero Quest in that? Yes. It's kind of, uh, the Warhammer Quest games kind of follow on from that tradition. Okay. Except that the branding is there, so you know what it is. Unlike <laughs> Hero Quest, where it was just called Hero Quest and had no indication it was Warhammer. Seems like a bit of an oversight, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in this one, uh, you have a bunch of little fellas and they take on a silver tower of Zinch. Zinch is one of the chaos gods and he's the one who's all about schemes and people. Schemes and. Scheming Zinch. Scheming and mutating things and stuff, so all of his stuff's all weird and tentacly and birdy and it's all good. Weird things and Machiavellian plots. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, And he's got a tower about it, and you got it. Yeah, I've got got the tower game. And when I bought this game, I didn't pay much attention to the goblins that you got in it, because I just assumed that they'd be normal, regular old goblins, yeah? Mm -hmm. They ain't. Oh. They they spoblins. That's that's the spoblins. That's where you get spoblins yes, from. That's where you get spoblins. I'd seen the spoblins, but I don't think you mentioned yet that they were from a board game. Or maybe you did and I've just got a terrible I said, memory. Um, what I said was I got this game and I had not quite appreciated that the spoblins in it when I'd bought it. Spobbly, spobbly boo. And by spoblins, I mean spider goblins. Spider goblins, they got eight limbs, and they really crouch rather awkwardly. Yes. Into a sort of spider shape that they didn't need to adopt. You've got eight limbs, we get it. (laughs) We get what you've done there, you didn't need to stoop. That must hurt your back so much. I I had a a little look into the background for these spoblins. As you would. They're called Grot Scuttlers. Excellent. Uh, apparently what happened was uh, they ate mushrooms that were growing on a big spider and the mushrooms turned them into spiders. Because mushrooms, <laughs> as we know, gain the properties of spiders when they grow on them. Yeah. It's very good. Because of the and spider these... nutrients. Yeah. And all these Grot Scuttlers are all hanging out in the Silver Tower. And it's very good. It's very good. The Tower of Schemes, the Tower of Mutants, scuttling about with your spider delicious mushroom salad. Yes. Good. I've got. I'm glad I've understood that then. So do we? We do we want to continue with Silver Tower, or do we want to space out and talk about something else, and then go back to Silver Tower? Because um, well, there's we, a lot to talk about. We've only been going eleven minutes on Silver Tower so far. I okay. think. We can do a bit more Silver Tower. Okay. Well, Cat noise in the background. Yeah, he's, he's not going to stop. And I, wet I, dinners, I... please. Please wet dinners. Please wet dinners. Meow. A cat is not a dog. <laughs> uh, well, if you scroll up in our chat here... I will endeavour to do that. If you scroll up to the... Uh... The the Spoblins. Spoblins scrolling. Pum, 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 pum. Here's the Spoblins. Uh, can you read out what your reaction was? Because it was very good. Okay. 
Leg? Arachnid Jaspers. <laughs> Lake has a lot of punctuation, and Arachnid Jaspers has no punctuation, but it's. Well, is, uh... I. That was me figuring it out, you see. Ah. Uh... I'd, I'd, I've, I've figured out how your stand works now, and I'm, I'm going to beat you for the end of the episode. Oh no! Yeah, and it's going to go. I couldn't remember the soundtrack, so it turned into James Bond. I'm sorry, everyone, I failed you. There's one that goes. But I can't remember what season that's in. So that's us talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on this podcast again. But yeah, the Spotlands. I've never watched it. I've read the first volume of the manga, which isn't the first volume of... Yeah, because it's just... They make odd decisions. It's the first volume of the Jotaro bit. Yeah. Which is the only bit anyone talks about, seemingly, from then on. Yeah. Well, that's where all the stands and the... Yeah, that's where they start having set The ones before it, I, I like. You know, we've had this exact conversation before. But, yeah, and then you know, I, I probably talked about Kakuen, Did You Lay This Egg? Did You Lay This Egg, indeed. Yeah, we've had we've had this exact... Yeah. We've had yeah, it exactly we... this. I don't think we need to have it again, do we? We don't need to have it again. What we do need to have are turquoise goblins. Mm. Lovely uh... bronze weapons. Um, I don't know how I'm going to paint mine yet. Hey, that's that's the good thing about something like this is there's not a lot of precedent. You can basically do whatever, and it'll it'll fit, it'll work. Yeah, that's the fun thing of it. All my zinch stuff I'm doing in black and white because uh, I've shown you my um, the blue horror that I already did as my test model, right? Uh, the blue. Ho- I remember that was... name exactly, and I'm just trying to remember which one it is. It's the the black and white one with the beak and the tentacles. Yes, I remember thinking that's not blue. What you've done there? Yeah, it's called a blue horror. So I put but some in, blue in this on case. It was a it was a black and white beako. Yeah, I yeah. remember. He was very good. I liked him. Well, that, that's how I'm theming my my zinchi stuff color wise. Because usually it's mostly blue, mm. but I decided to do something a bit different with it, haven't I? You've sort of done I? the opposite of what they do sometimes with Spider-Man's symbiote costume when they make the observation that just having it all be completely black makes it kind of hard to do like perspective or definition, depending on the art style. Mm. And you realised you didn't have that constraint, so you're going to do Spider-Man properly on goblins today. Or not goblins. I said goblins because the goblins are spiders, but they're like, exactly not what we were talking about. They're spoblins. They're spoblins. So it's fine. Is the point. They're spoblins, so it's fine. Spoblins, so it's fine on the five o'clock news. Uh, I've got I've got the book here. You might be able to hear the uh, the pages. Yeah, if I can hear some lovely book foley. I'm just looking for because I can read you some bits in here. Please do. 
I'm not going to read the goblin bit because it's not that interesting, but okay. let's move on to the familiars next because this is very good. Yes. So do you want to describe the four familiars? To... The four familiars, which I scrolled down to. Now, I'm going to go from, I'm going to go from the top left and work my way sort of to the right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you can appreciate why. I'm sure everyone else will figure it out. Yeah, I You've mean... got... You've got what appears to be a, a vulture with a whip. That's actually, um, that's just his, his droopy wizard sleeves. Oh, I don't like that I said wizard sleeve. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that, that is something. Yeah. Or is it? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Okay, we'll leave it that we'll leave that at that. But it looked like he was holding a whip and just was just a very bipedal vulture fella who was just fucking ready. Just fucking ready for you. But he he's clasping his hands and scheming is what I now realise. Book with legs. Just a regular old book with legs and a little tail that's quite fun. Moving on to the corn on the cob moon creature with his with his stainless steel Yorick. I so it's a stormcast helmet. Good. He's using it as a Yorick. He's using it as a Yorick, and he's got a moon face, but it's real muscly. Yeah. <laughs> muscly moon... He's got a jacked moon face that makes it look like a corn on the cob, if a bit banana-shaped. Mm. And he's got a jingly-jangly bell on his moonpoint top forehead. And he's got a moon stick to whack things with. To whack things with. All of which has been preamble. Yes. Because there's a fish stepper. <laughs> it's a fish stepper. Which is a fish... A f- a fish, fish a fish with legs. It's just and a regular old fish, but with some legs on it. Just a fish walking about with his tail, like, all the way up in the air. So awkwardly, because the fish is not supposed to have legs, and you've given it legs, and it doesn't know how to be. So... The fish stepper here is the reason I got this game in the first place. <laughs> because I'd been seeing it about, like, people were using it in conversions and stuff. So I looked it up, and, uh, like, the, in Age of Sigma, the main game, mm-hmm. uh, you can either have... There's three different variants of the Gaunt Summoner. There's the regular mm. Gaunt Summoner on foot, the Gaunt Summoner on a disc of Zinch, and the Gaunt Summoner with Familiars, which is only available from this. And these are the Familiars for it. So I looked into it, and then I discovered the Silver Tower from there, and I liked everything else, so I went for it. But it was the Fish Stepper was the main reason why I just I really wanted the Familiars. Steppy legs for aquatic friends. It's amazing to look at. <laughs> it's very good. Now... This is the main reason I got this book out. Mm-hmm. So, starting from the first, and we'll, we'll go in the order we looked at them. Okay. So, they're all named characters with a description. Good. So, the the little birdie fella is called yep. Tweak. Tweak. 
This imperious creature is convinced he is one of Zinch's vast and terrifying lords of change. Tweak believes himself all-powerful and delights in delivering long-winded speeches about his evil schemes to anyone who will listen. He also enjoys vexing riddles, threatening to lay a terrible curse upon those who fail to answer them correctly. Lovely. That's, that's a good archetype. I'll, I'll show you a Lord of Change in a minute. I'll just get okay. through these first. Just for context, yeah. Yes. Uh, so the, the book stepper. Book stepper. It's called Blot. Good name for a book familiar. A walking tome of forbidden lore, Blot is the most mercurial of the familiars. The strange illuminations and crawling script that cover his pages flow and change from moment to moment, the darkest secrets of creation surfacing like questing worms before burrowing back beneath layers of gibberish, gibberish and ephemera. Mood, honestly. Mm. I also like that he's a he. It's a the... hymn book. Yeah, they, they, all... they, all, they all have he as their pronouns, but I, I feel like the, the book is the one that... It just that becomes feels... charming somehow. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just a book <laughs> with legs and a little tail. That's it. A book with legs legging about. But but he is a he-him. He's a he-him lesbian, so that's good. Your book, your favourite library is full of he-him lesbians now. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, now the next one. Pug. Next one. Ugh. Pug. Pug. Like that's a pug better. dog. Pug dog. Pug dog corn strength. Pug is a surly and acquisitive little imp. Fleet of foot and light of finger, he scurries by hidden ways through the silver tower, snatching up whatever shiny objects catch his eye. Anything Pug desires, he seizes his, and more than one mighty warrior has been led on a deeply undignified chase when this burbling little fiend grabbed their treasures and fled. Burgling corn boy? Burbling. A burbling burgling. Burgling. He burbles and he burgles. He burbles and he burgles and the jabberwocks aflame. Yeah. Alright, well there we go. That's what corn <laughs> does in your labyrinth tonight. Not the band, obviously. Mm. Well, it might not be obvious. I don't know what they get up to. I like it because he looks like such a serious nasty little thing but he just likes yeah. to take shiny things and run around with them. He's functionally a magpie Yeah, who just looks furious a, an angry yeah. magpie palette swap for you now <laughs> with his metal Yorick. The metal Yorick now I guess is just a shiny object of his Yeah. There you go Just that's lore, that's environmental Yorick storytelling they've done. So the last one. Yes the fish stepper and this um, the Pisces say... de resistance, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Uh, it somehow the description is also better than any of the others. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously. Okay. Are you are you ready for it? I'm, I'm prepared. I'm braced. The legends say that Slop, <laughs> that's his name, is Slop. The legends say that Slop is, without exception, the single most annoying creature to dwell within the Silver Tower. He might wriggle out from anywhere, at any time, his rotten stench and moronic, high-pitched gibbering filling the air around him. 
none can fail to be worked into a rage by the idiot attentions of this wriggling fish beast. Beautiful. <laughs> it just squiggles, it just squoofs out of the wall, just going... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At any time, you're never safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my heart. I love him. Fish steppers forever. Yeah, so that, those are the... Those are the... Gaunt summoners familiars. Brilliant. The gaunt... <laughs> the gaunt summoner, I presume... Is the fella with a crab claw on a stick who really hates that book? Yes. Yeah. With something in his, like, a, a, a star destroyer stuck in his head. I don't know what you'd call that shape. It looks faintly magnetic because it's got two prongs going. It's just, it's got an, an eyeless head with eye prongs coming out the top of it, yeah. which seems like. Could have just kept the eyes where they were, honestly. Well, you don't always have a choice what's coming out of your brain. Maybe it's the book's fault, I don't know. We, we, you know, mm. tomes have their own will. They're all he, him, lesbians, and maybe this particular <laughs> one made his head a funny shape to stop him. Today. I like how a lot of the... um. The Zinchi like sorcerer things, mm-hmm. the mutated sorcerers, look a lot like if you took the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth and just yeah. ratcheted it up to eleven. That yeah, that is. Ba- I was I was thinking what he looked like. Like and um, yeah, he is just it, kind of a pale man with a shape in his head. In the set that that blue horror that I showed you came mm-hmm. from, um, the main guy in it. Vortimus, he's called. A bit like Artemis, but with Vort With instead. more Vorts, yeah. Oh, maybe not. Have I got it wrong somehow? Have you? I... Ah! I'm just... I'm, because I tried to Google it and it didn't come up. Um, well, scary. Hmm. Oh, here's Vortimus. It's just I spelt it wrong, that's it. There we go. That'll get you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting a picture up of Vortimus for you because he's he's even more pale man. And I also own this model. Uh here he is. Here he is. I'm just moving to the Discord tab because I'm not used to using my phone for things like this. Isn't it's, it, an all, it's an adjustment period that we've had to do right now beneath the mm. the gents public toilets where I've dug a hole and started recording a podcast. Here we go. There he is. There he is indeed with his fun stick. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> As Stop! you can see, he's got, he's he's got, got an, an eye on his, his palm there. Yeah, they, they, what they've done there is they've split up the elements from the pale man's thinking that you wouldn't notice and divided <laughs> it between two sorcerers. 
with bird wings coming out. Of the, I, we forgot to mention that the, the, the gaunt summoner has a bird leaking out of him. Yes. And this one's just got a wing coming out of his armpit. Yes, yeah, he's, he's got one wing. A bit more of an intuitive bird bit placement, but the other one was just a portal, I guess, to large birds. Mm. But this just, one is more traditional and more afraid of something. The Gaunt Summoner is like, he's, he's the boss of the Silver Tower game. He's the mm. master of the Silver Tower. And all your, your heroes are going to either try and kill him or get a boon from him. Because that's the fun thing. Is that it's not all... All the heroes aren't all like... Uh, uh, all the anti-chaos ones. There's also uh, mm-hmm. Chaos Chieftain, who you can play as, and some Shadow Elves and things like that. I see. Who are going to get the favour of the gods by winning their way through the Silver Tower. And the way uh, the game handles this is that because of the circumstances, everyone who's there is basically forced to work together until right at the end, when only one person can get the thing that they want. That's interesting. So, all your heroes work together to get to the top of the tower, and then only one of them can actually succeed then, at their Then you've got to try and figure aim. out when you when's the time to sort of catch yes. out of that whole ra- arrangement and try and claim your fish stepper boons. Yes. Uh, so the the heroes, the heroes that I got in the Silver Tower, because we're talking about heroes now, oh, we'll go into those. Mm-hmm. The base set contains six heroes. Uh, I'm just finding picture, picture for you. Pictures maybe. for me. Of a thing that's on fire, I'll sneeze near a grave, and then be afraid. Okay, okay, I found, I found our image. A now, lovely image. The one issue of this one is that they have slightly converted the Stormcast. Okay. It doesn't really matter. He just he just has a helmet instead of the head they've given well, him. Well, Stormcast, a Stormcast, a Stormcast, isn't it? Really, yeah, it's just. Just blokes who had to put Amazon things so that we'd know it was them. Even who's this pendulum? Okay, let's Pen- let's try and figure out what I'm looking at. There's unfortunately this image is quite um. It's it's blurry, but I can I I get the idea. There's a griffhound. There's well, it's a it's a much smaller griffhound than the ones that we've already looked at. There's just a Roman. I'm going from left to right. There's there's a griffhound, just a uh, the, Roman. The, the griffhound and the Roman are one set. They go together. Oh, okay. Why has the griffhound got poker chips underneath him? Uh, I don't know. This is just somebody's painting. This is my gambling dog. Um. Uh, yeah. You know, this is just the next one is just a a bloke. Just a stall-ghastly-looking bloke with a sparkly sword that's admittedly quite cool, but otherwise is a bloke. There's what appears to I, be... I'm sending you some other people's paint jobs. Okay. We, we can... 
We can combine I'll, I'll, our... I'll try. I'll interpret this, and then we'll see. I'll use further data sets to sort of train myself. There's a dwarf okay. impersonating a chicken with some sort of really weirdly shaped pointy weapon. There's that. I I guess that's some sort of dark elf type fella doing a, just a little jump, little hops. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, if difficult to determine. There's just some sort of barbarous fellow. And then... <laughs> and and then a wrecking ball coming in like one. <laughs> the actual model looks nothing like a wrecking ball, but this, the, the I image only that I found to break down it, so... Alright, let's see... Okay. Are these the same ones, more or less? Just a different paint job? Yes, that... Yeah. Yes, yeah, they're exactly the, the same models being... that have been painted differently. Oh, it was a wizard at an angle. It's just just sort of a magey stick person fella robed to stop you from seeing it properly. At the, but yeah. Yeah. I, I was close <laughs> in a lot, apart from the end. Mm. I think this is a it's a fun selection of heroes. It's a fun selection of heroes, especially um, there's the the two elf ones. Uh-huh. Uh they don't have a they're not like directly tied to a faction, unlike everything else here. Like we know that they are elves from Ulgu, which is the realm of shadows. Uh-huh. Uh but we have nothing else that's from there yet. Note that this came out in 2016, and we still don't have any idea what the Ugo... I don't want to explain these elves. So these are the only hints we've had so far of... Because, uh... Ulgu... The god of Ulgu is, uh... Malarion, who was Malekith, who was the king of the Dark Elves in the original Warhammer. Mm -hmm. But then he got combined with his dragon... As often happens. Mm, and now he's got shadow elves in a shadow world. Uh, that's fun. But these are the only models that we have. And the only real idea that we have about the elves from there. You know what I could have done? Hmm? This whole time. What? Uh, something very easy. Yeah? It <laughs> would have made this a lot easier. And I only just thought of... I have the book open in front of me. You do at that, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm now saying I've taken pictures of the examples. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's let's have a look at this. There's pink monkey of flames. What's going? Oh, you just a. You're just a cinchy, binchy poo boy with a gremlin yeah. today. <laughs> that That's got away a pink from me. horror, which is a, a blue horror split from the pink horror. So what I'm going to do with the uh, paint job for the pink horror oh, yeah? is I'm just going to invert the black and white from the blue horror oh. that I did. So it'll be mostly white with black teeth. Night Quester, Dark Oath Chieftain. Mistweaver hmm. sigh. 
the names are less interesting than the models. Yeah, the, I think they're kind of meant to be generic names yeah, so you can make your own characters just, around yeah. it. For the, they're here for the purposes of board game. You don't need more than that. We we get it. Yeah. Oh, got some more. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, that's the other three heroes. Tenebrail Shard. What? He has a pretty good name. Yeah, that that's quite. That made me Fire Slayer Doomseeker. You can't have two er names. <laughs> that's that's it. Excelsior War Priest. I like to imagine that that is his name, not his title. <laughs> And it just worked Hello. out real coincidentally. My name's Excelsior Warpriest. Excelsior Warpriest, look at me, gambling dog. Yeah, that that Griffhound is, I'd say, about a third of the size of the Griffhound that you get in the Castigator's kit. For... Well, you're only allowed a small one in a tower. Yeah, he's a little fella. Little. Because the other being. one. I... I managed to convert into the body of a, a centaur shaman zango monster yeah. thing. Yeah, that, that's true, you did. I, you showed me that. That's very good. But this one, that would not work because he's much smaller no. than a zango. He could maybe pass for a foot. I've got centaur <laughs> feet. It's real odd. <laughs> um... So yeah, those are your heroes. Those are my now, heroes. Now, one thing, something that I really want to track down is the uh, the hero cards set that they did. Okay. Now, <laughs> I heard the occasional word, but not enough to I. I think I missed most of the thrust of the actual point you were making. You seemed very okay. emphatic about it. Yes, I was quite emphatic. I was even doing hands. Well, the rain's really started to go outside. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, yes. So, you, did you hear the thing about the app? I didn't even hear the end of that sentence where you explained the thing, <laughs> what the thing was about. Did you hear the app bit? The app bit? Yes. Did you have to get these cards through an app, or were they... Uh, or could initially... you only use them through the app? Okay. Initially, you could get them only through an app, and you had to buy the cards on the app separately. That's... It was bad. Yeah. And no one liked it. And so they released all the cards in a card set, which was like £12. You get all the cards, you get like 70 and you can play basically any Age of Sigma hero that was out at the time in the Silver Tower. So whatever you already had, you can use it. So you can use like a Skaven Warlord or Gracier, or you can use a Seraphon thing Imagine or whatever you want. Imagine being able to use the things you have. Yeah. Yeah. But Fucking now, hell. Yeah. I can't find those cards for less than £400, which is twice as much as Christ. what I could find average for the actual game. They were originally twelve pounds, but incredible. They are, 
basically just in the hands of scalpers now because the game is out of production. Obviously, the cards yeah. that did extra stuff are out of production too. Thanks to app-based scarcity. Yeah. So my options are either get that app and buy cards separately because no one seems to have archived the fucking things or try and track down these cards if I want to play as anyone other than Night Quest to Dark Earth Chieftain, Miss Weaver, Sai, Tenebral, Shard, Firesake, Zoom Seeker. I didn't breathe for all that. Excelsior, War Priest, and Griffound. <sighs> but I'd like to. Yeah. Because I'd like to be able to play as all my guys, you know? They actually, they've released a couple of expansions, and this is another point of contention from the time. Oh? The expansions were just sets of heroes. The first one was the Mighty Heroes expansion, which their cards are actually included in the rulebook. Okay. For ones that you can use if you have the models. But the Mighty Heroes expansion just gave you the models that, that were given as examples in the rulebook. So basically you can just use them mm-hmm. using your rulebook. But then they released... And it didn't come with cards. But then they released the Arcane Heroes, and that had a Gracier, the Skink Star Priest, and a couple other things. Those also didn't have cards in them. But. Sorry, what? What? What didn't you hear? Basically, the punchline of that whole situation. Okay. I know. Um, what, I know what the arcane heroes are, but like, I don't know. Yes. I don't know what the the cruncher uh, was there. As far as I know, they didn't come with any cards in the box. Didn't come with and cards. The dif- okay. The difference being that the mighty hero cards. Is it cutting out every time I get to this bit of yes. the conversation? Yes, it is. <laughs> Even without the Wi-Fi on. Okay, and, let me try and again. And the, the, just the sweetest plum is that, like, that entire sentence didn't cut out slightly. It was crystal clear. <laughs> okay. So, the Arcane Heroes, as far as I know, that box didn't come with any hero cards. Okay, yes. 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 And they're not in the rule book. Okay. So you're just so meant you... to get those f- separately from what was already an expansion to the other thing. Yeah, you're meant to get those on the app, I guess. Uh, again? They yeah, went you, back you... to that? Well, no, because the Arcane Heroes came out before those extra cards came out. Okay, okay. okay. So from at that point, you're meant to get your arcane heroes hero cards on the app. On the app. So so you've bought the arcane heroes, but you, you have no way of them. playing them. You can't use them. You have to get the That's... app and buy their cards. That <laughs> it wasn't is good. The, the worst model. Yeah, and. Nobody liked it, and they realised nobody liked it, and that's why they released the uh, hero Shocking. card set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why they released the hero card set. And I want the hero card set, so I can use my scapins in it. Uh, Fucking up. That was a whole journey. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lot of the quirks in this, the characters in this game, apart from the heroes and the Gaunt Summoner, comes from the fact that you have two identical sprues mm-hmm. with most of the rest of it on. For things like the Zangors and the Acolytes and Grots and things like that, it's fine. You just you just got double the amount, and some of them just look the same. But then with the Skaven Death Runner, which is a uh, a model that's in it, it's the only Skaven in the set. Uh, what they did with that is they gave it a rule that says that uh, because he's such a good assassin, the second one is an illusory version of him. He's used an illusion magic to make a second Skaven. Okay. So they've given... To explain why you got two Scroofuses when it's only meant to be one, they've made him be able to have an illusion one, and then you have to roll a dice when you kill one to check whether it's the actual one or not. Which I think is a fun way of incorporating the fact that they included the Death Runner on the the double sprue. Yeah, that is that is interesting. The only other thing that um that is on the double sprue that has a bit of confusion around it is the uh familiars. In the original rules there wasn't really an explanation for what you did with the second set of familiars. And then they released a uh, frequently asked questions thing later that explained that if you want to use the extra set of familiars, this is how you do it, but you don't have to. Um, but everything else is it's not really affected by it. But it's funny how in the original game they incorporated it into the Skaven, but they didn't incorporate mm. it into the familiars, and they had to go back and retroactively do that. Well, you know, to be fair, it's far from the most perplexing decision that they've made in the course of all this. Yeah. Now, my favourite thing about this book... I'm going to tell you about this, because this is good. Yeah. My favourite thing about this book is the art style of the book. Mm. Which is unlike anything else I've ever seen in any Warhammer thing. Intriguing. Sent you you the image of the uh, enemies page here. Oh. It's very good, right? That is... Very interesting what's happened there. The fiends! It's sort of like a uh, vaguely impressionistic watercolour of all of the monsters. Yeah. There's a grot scuttler just going with a bow and arrow. Yeah. What's old chomp boy lightning fingers doing? Just it's all going on. It's, it's really all good. It's going on. I like that a lot. That's very good. Coming out of your tome. The entire book is done in this style. Like all the border art is this sort of abstract uh watercolour thing. Which is absolutely not like anything else I've seen in any other Warhammer book. I'd have that as a poster on my wall. Yeah, absolutely. That's that, that that is honestly gorgeous. Yeah, uh, they also, in slightly less abstract style, have uh, images of all the heroes. So I'll send you those through as well. Okay. Uh, 
if I cut out during it, it's just because that's what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. When you wake up on the boon world for the ninth time. Here we go. That's a very shiny beard. I think that might not be the image itself, but a light that's shining on the book. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the light that's shining on the book. Yeah, he's not just got a portal to Valhalla. Uh, no, he has not. In his facial hair. There we go, I'm, I'm seeing that close up now. I'm still not any closer to knowing what that weapon is. It looks like he's just broken the top off of a pike. And put a fun face on it. I haven't looked through the cards yet. It'll probably explain what the weapon is there. Okay, yeah. It, it might be some like kind something of... you can do anything particularly efficient with. It might be some kind of magical implement. Maybe, yeah. Well, next couple of sets, let's look at Excelsior War Priest. Lovely book. Lovely book about it you've got. Hmm. I um, really like the faces on these two. Yeah. And I'm here with my bone shoulders. I like how well this art ties in with the uh, watercolour style for the rest of it. Yeah. Whilst being detailed enough to uh, actually give you all of the details, because mm. they're the heroes. And then just a couple of elves doing spiky shapes at each other. Yeah. Yeah, those those are your uh those are your heroes. Uh I guess we that we've not talked much about the rest of the enemies. We only have a couple left to mention, so we might as well get through those before we move on to something else. Hmm. So we already talked about the horrors. Yes. Uh, you got pink horror, which is the big boy. Big horror, pink that, boy. That splits into two blue horrors, which are the the medium boys. Yeah. And each blue horror splits into a brimstone horror, which is the two little flame gremlins. Oh <laughs> yeah, I remember those. So I, I like you get four of those in here. You get four blue horrors. Four sets of brimstone horrors and two pink horrors. Uh, and then you've got your Zangors. You know what a Zangor looks like. Yep. Uh, they're the the birdie beast men. Birdie beasts. I have I've done some extra conversion on some of these because I had some spare Zangor parts that someone gave me. Mm -hmm. So I will show you those in a minute, but we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, you get six of those. Three of each type. And then you get your Chirocacolites, which are your human cultists of Zinch. And they are uncomfortably muscular and very <laughs> unclothed. Naked, muscly cultists is what you want, really. Sending that through. What's right their now. justification? Sending the image that shows you the Chirocacolites. They've only got two of the example here, but you get Actually, okay. quite a lot of those. I keep thinking you're about to say chiropractors. <laughs> yes, the chiropractors. They definitely look like they need the a chiropractor. chiropractors. They're here to sort your bones out with their many muscles today in a tower where you might get boons if you're the right type of hero. Bold, muscly guys with moon masks. 
and very little else. Yeah, some of those muscles, to be honest, looks they look like you have just sellotaped a small plastic bag full of sausage meat onto themselves. <laughs> uh, or are wearing a foam suit. Like, I don't think the, the bodies of anything works like that. But I do like their masks. Mm. Uh, He's just got the a thing bird like... skull on a keychain. <laughs> the thing I like about the Eyes of the Nine, which is the Zinch Warband for mm-hmm. Underworlds, which is where my blue horror and brimstone horror that you've already seen come from, and Vortimus also comes from. Naturally. Is uh, a lot like the Silver Tower, it has representations for each bit of the Zinch range, basically. Mm-hmm. Because it has the blue horror and uh, brimstone horror for the demons. It has a Zangor. It has Vortimus, who's a, a mutated priest fella, like the Gaunt Summoner is. Yeah. And then it, ha- it comes with two Kyric Acolytes as well. Uh, so I think that with the Eyes of the Nine, they were definitely following on from the design aspects in this. It's kind of like a miniaturised version of this. Hmm. The only enemy that is completely missing is the Ogrod Thaumaturge. Which you have seen the image of. Have I seen the image? Because I've got to be honest, I can't even begin to imagine based on the name. The Ogrod Thaumaturge is the the fellow. Oh, Ogrod, that narrows it down, yeah. What did you think I said? I don't even remember. It was that bizarre <laughs> sounding. But yeah, it's I remember he's now he's the big he's the big horny boy. <laughs> yeah, he's the big horny boy. He's kind of He's the big looking. horny boy who you made blep with Biko. Yeah, I uh he's got a like skull with flaming eyes on yeah. his staff. What I did with mine is I moved that skull up, used a tongue off a dinosaur, and uh turned it into a a weird head for him, which yeah. is, I like. Uh, it's and a then strong I, look, I've got to be honest. And then I took um, an old, just a spare bit of arcane crystal-y thing from mm. the uh, Skaven Plague Monks set, which happened to fit exactly on the end of the staff. So he's got that on the end of it instead of a skull now. There you go, serendipitous staff work. It's a bit, it, like, it looks a bit... Ah, who's that fuck from Bloodborne, the first boss? I still not play Bloodborne because it's not out on PC yet, so I don't actually know what... I don't have a puss for. He's, he looks like the cleric beast a little bit. Do you mean my one or the original one? Uh, your one. Ah, the original uh, just looks like an ogre. The thing I like most about my one is that it really fits with the Zangors. It looks like yeah. a fat-off big Zangor. <laughs> Speaking of the Zangors, I'm going to send you an image of all of my Zangors together mm-hmm. from the Silver Tower, and I'll I'll put the... Uh, I'll just put the other fella in just because I like to have him there, you know. Yeah. And you can see... Uh, which ones I have altered and well, which ones I have not. Well, that's the moment when Sneed Werberton creeps up on you, isn't it? 
Mm, I've altered half of them because I, I wanted to have the original models for half of them. Mm-hmm. Just so I actually had the original models, you know. Yeah. I've um, I'm doing. I'm gradually going through all of them like that. Uh, so anything that is Silver Tower exclusive. Half of them I will make normal, and the other half I will mix up a bit so that it's not just the same thing. Um, almost pum, ready. Pum. pum pum, everybody's a pum pum. We'll go to the bum bum. Everybody's going to pum the world now. At once. I love It'll probably implode. That's a lot of pums at once. Here we go with just oh, a cylinder. That's... That is blurred a little bit. Oh yeah, my do- my doctor proper. A doctor proper, and then and then just a cylinder to the left of it that I can't quite discern. Oh, just like that's a glass of paint water. Yeah, yeah. It just it just looked like a metal cylinder in that light. I'm gonna but... take a I'm gonna take an extra image and hope this one doesn't blur so much. Okay. Yeah, I can make out some real good peckers. Oh, that means something else. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the wizard sleeve from earlier. We've had a wizard sleeve incident. <laughs> oh no, that's that's a name that it's got to be for the episode: the wizard sleeve incident. Oh no. Oh, okay. Here's some better. Here's some better images of a nearby beak for me to see. Yeah, I, yeah. The resemblance is uncanny. Oh, I like that. That the one on the left is like real skexies. Mm. Just... That is the only one where I replaced the head with one of the spare heads that I had. Mm. Uh, I completely replaced the head on this one, which I didn't do with any of the others. I do like these beaky fiends. Hmm. I really like Zangors. Horrible. Horrible. Close up of a beakus. Yeah, it's just exceptionally skexies, mostly as a function of beak size. I've sent you the unaltered one of the same model mm-hmm. as well. well. That actually makes a notable difference. That's sort of surprising. He's got completely different head and horns. Yeah. That was that's the main difference, and then he's got a slightly different sword and a different shield. That's a fun sword I like. I'm a sucker for uh, fun swords. Can't lie. But yeah, that's that's a fun beaky friend holding them. So the next one, this is the original I'm sending. Okay. This is going to take some editing, but it's probably one of the best episodes we've done. The Silver Tower Special. Silver Tower Special. Eat it for your breakfast. Oh, he's, he's very... No, it's my axe! My... You little shit. I like him a lot. He's the uh, unaltered one. Beaky, beaky. And then I'm also sending the altered one here. Oh, that's a lovely... What do you call that, a pole arm? Yeah, he's got a... It's right a very the, long uh... blade on that pole arm. Uh, that was from like a uh, pole arm thing that came with the the main Zangor set. Hmm. Uh, so I decided that it would fit well. It does fit well. It'll chop you disproportionately and you'll bloody like it. 
He's also got um, different horns. His back horns are different. Again, slightly shorter ones that are a little bit, um, hmm. a little bit more gnarled. I wanted him to have a bit of a different feel to him. Okay, I'm sending you the final original. Final original one. Final original beaked folk. Get them now, you shifty Get- bloke. Shifting down like the that. stairs. Oh, you! Oh no, that's an axe. It's not a pinwheel at all. <laughs> that would be good, though. It would be good if one of them just had a pinwheel and was just like, "Ho ho!" He's got all tentacles Chaos, coming we don't down. No, the... it's just mutant scheming uh-huh. birdmen. He's got all tentacles coming down the back of his head, which is where I got he the does. idea for the tentacles on my shaman from. He does. He does octopus down the back of him. And I've also, I've just sent you the uh, altered version of that one as well. Okay. Which is the least altered. Yeah. It's the least altered overall. Uh, It's got exactly the same head. I've just uh, changed the axes and I've changed the hand positioning so Mm. that he's got a slightly different... Just a slightly more practical stance he's in. He's a Mm. bit more ready for an actual fight, (laughs) that one. So yeah. those are uh, those are the zangles you get. I'm just out of completeness. I'm going to show you the zangle from the uh, Eyes of the Nine. Mm-hmm. So that's the Eyes of the Nine one. There's which something is, uh, just very funny about the fact that he seems to have a sub beak. It, it's got like a a beaky um, mask thing over his actual beak. He's got he's him... doubled up his second beak for artificial. I feel like he's compensating for something. Sword. Why are there so many swords that have, like, a a curved, like, hook top that's, like, not like a scimitar, but, like, you know what I mean? You're looking at one right there. Like, facing the opposite way to where the sharp bit of the blade... Like, you'd have thought the other way round would do more damage. Yeah, but that's just Am I how wrong? it is, isn't like, it? I mean, it looks good, but like, I don't know. I don't design swords. You probably Someone's... should. I think you. I think you'd be better at it than the actual sword people who do it. I could get maybe a good sword going, but you know, yeah. I won't pretend to have studied the craft at all. So, may, you know, maybe you haven't studied the blade. I have not studied the blade because you are not heterosexual. So, I can't, Ah. basically. I'm stuck. (laughs) It's because I'm not heterosexual? Yeah, you specifically, because you were involved in this conversation where it got brought up, and so that sort of rippled through time, past and future. (laughs) I finally know why it happened now, and it's because we did a podcast about this on the internet. (laughs) The cat tried to get on my lap, but he couldn't get there, so he just kind of held on to me with his claws for a second and then wandered off. Sounds like him. Just slightly stabs you and then it doesn't work out and he leaves. He's sat under my desk looking sad now. My foot plan didn't work. 
Still not giving him any wet dinners because we've been on he this He wants call his the whole wet night. dinners. There will be an episode of this show where he gets his wet dinners, and then we just add, that has to be the end of this the podcast forever. Oh no! Yeah. That's the series finale. He gets the wet dinners Toby. he wanted, and then the Toby podcast's purpose is fulfilled, fulfilled. Yeah, that's a bit worrying because he is very old. Very old cat. He, he's eighteen, so. Yeah. I feel like we don't actually have that much time to finish the podcast in that case. <laughs> We're going to miss our window. The podcast will have to continue forever. Yeah. There's no escape. No I'm escape. We'll about... lose the ability to die, which you'd think would be great. <laughs> I'd have thought it'd be great but... ten years ago. I was actually thinking about a, a new slogan for the podcast. Oh, yeah? Uh, something like, um, once it was a violence, now it's a delight. I only heard once it was a violence, and I think maybe that's the slogan now. Yes. (laughs) The rest was, uh, now it's a delight, but we can just keep the, that first bit if you want. Because yeah. this podcast did start out as emotional violence. Yeah, it it was what you did to me was a shame when this started, and it, it's <laughs> it sort of became. I don't I don't know. It, it's I'm 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 just in it now. This is this is what I am now. I feel like Voldo in a lot of ways. <laughs> This is my purpose now. I just live in a big pit full of things and I kill people for trying to take them. <laughs> and I'm in every game and I'm played by a lot by me in the first game and I did not realise that anything was weird about how he was dressed at all, which just goes to show, you know. I feel like you're also a bit you're a bit like Pug, but instead of shiny things. Bit, a, bit like, a bit like Pug, but with Regretful implications. He's kind of a things talk gremlin, isn't he? He's a bit of a things talk gremlin. He wants things, real like things he, he is just, his function. He, just, he takes things and then he runs around burbling. Yeah, he takes things and then he runs around so, with his fish friend, just being a menace. Yeah, he's got some friend, things a, for you, uh, and if uh, you complain. Oh, I just... <laughs> I love the, I love the fact that Slop's description starts with the legends say that Slop is without exception the single most annoying creature. The legends when say you that Slop opened is with the, the legend, most annoying creature. I immediately burst into flames. <laughs> oh, speaking of the uh, the little fellas, because we've now actually talked about all of the models in the set. Yes. Uh, speaking of the little fellas, I was going to show you the actual Lord of Change. Uh, yeah, I've been sat here this entire time trying to remember what he was called so I could remind you. Tweak. Tweak. Tweak, tweak. The Lord of Change is very good, but also very expensive, so I probably won't get one anytime soon. Hmm. But... Sort of oh, where I'm shit. at with Nagash, but probably less so, I don't know. You look familiar. I'm wondering if I've not seen you in the wild before. 
That's he's very big, interesting. He's a big birdie fella. Big birb. Interesting sword that seems to just... I don't know if it's just the angle, but it seems to be melting into his shoulder. Uh... Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't quite... T- it's just so fucking Final Fantasy boss enemy that I can't quite tell. There's just so oh, much going not... on, I love him. Okay, there's a, there's another image here from a different angle. What okay. it, What's happening here is his shoulder pad from the out angle right. looks like it's part of the sword. There we go, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Oh, and his gauntlet's so tweet... fun as well. Tweak is absolutely certain he's one of these. Well, you know what? More power to him. And that actually reminds me quite a lot of... um. Do you remember from the very first Things Talk? I think it was the very first one. Uh, Squelch the Mighty. Squelch the Mighty. That That rings a bell, yeah. He was the tiny little Skaven. The really small one. Who I had the whole fellow. The very, very small Skaven who's like about a fifth the size of the rest of them. Mm. But he's still got his clothes and he's got his little rat next to him. And his whole thing was that he's called Squelch the Mighty and he really thinks that he is uh, the greatest, most powerful Skaven ever. But he's just a tiny little rat fella. And I didn't know about Tweak when I came up with that. Well, there you go. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about before we move on is <laughs> um, there's an article that I read on ninjabread.co.uk that talks <laughs> about uh, what they were doing is they were going through and basically recreating the entirety entirety of the Silver Tower with old models. Like yeah. uh, 80s and 90s models. Uh, and I think one of the most interesting things is this article about um, the old Chaos Familiars, because it turns out that the new ones are basically one-to-one based on the old ones. Okay. I'm sent. I've sent you the link to the article here because I, I think. Have a look that... at that. Oh, I'm getting incredible gourmet vibes from all of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's you've. They've got a stronger bird. A less yeah. interesting fish, to be honest. Yeah, he's more like a uh, xenomorph fish, fella. Yeah, the books... I don't know how I feel about the book. It, the book's kind of funnier for just how stark the legs are. Yeah, it's just it's just legs going into the back of the book. Not... Yeah. But I find it very interesting that they actually did uh, base them on this set of old Chaos Familiars. Uh, yeah. The interesting thing about the, the bird one, the Tweak Precursor... Yeah. Is that it was originally a Lord of Change for the um, the hmm. epic scale Warhammer Forty Thousand thing, which was the one where you had lots of little, tiny units, so you could have massive wars. All right. So he is a uh, 
Yeah. So he's not entirely wrong then, I guess. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Is that Tweak's whole thing is that he thinks he's a lord of change, and he's based on a model that was just a scaled down lord of change that was repurposed into a familiar. His body remembers its old purpose. He'll beat you away. Careful now. I like that a lot. That's quite charming. It's very good. It's very good. Uh, and then you've got a moon fella who's just holding a stick up in the air and just looks very jovial about it. There is also a selection of other Chaos Familiars that weren't recreated, and you will understand why for at least some of them. Okay. Uh, these Here is a selection of other Chaos Familiars that weren't included, and I'm just sending it. I keep doing the wrong thing when I'm trying to do it. Uh, and then I closed Chrome because I'm silly. Uh, it's all going. I've done it now. Now here's a selection of other old old Chaos Familiars. Only okay. one of only one of them in this image is one of the ones that was recreated, and that's the book. Hmm. Oh. Okay. So. I guess I'll do top to bottom book excluded because we know. Yeah, we know. Um, there's there's just a just a night fella, a little tin can man with a metal jaw, metal spiky sort of bear trap jaw that you've seen done a million times on robots. I'm mm. sure a bit Mister Zircon from Ratchet and Clank if you're familiar. There's. Are you still there, or are you just waiting for me? Yeah, I'm just waiting for you. I'm just letting you. Okay, now I'm. I'm not. That's <sighs> okay. I'm not going to beat about the bush here because at the end of the day, I'm not the one who designed the fucking thing. You've made a red clansman. Yeah, is what With you've done. Hands and carrying I'm... some scrolls. Yeah, so that's a shame. And he's that not I'm... even the most upsetting thing on this him <laughs> in this image. Are you are you perhaps referring to the naked cat girl? <laughs> with Yes, the tiny naked cat girl with tiny nipples. Tiny naked cat girl with nipples with what can charitably be called a face. Yeah. That's inevitable, I guess. Like I figured there'd be one. Yeah. I just didn't want to believe it but to, ab- above her and to the right is a, just a just an artist's mannequin holding a big club and there's something just charming about that I like him, he's my son now he's very good Mr. Bonk, love him uh, then you've got a cat skeleton candle boy He's good, I like him. He's good and I like him as well. I, I like that he has skeleton ears. He's got skeleton bone tail. And he's mm. sort of hiding behind the stick with the candle on it as if he doesn't want you to notice that he's there. Yeah. As if he brought it thinking, this tall light will make me harder to spot. And, and then you've just got a, a 
walking dragon fella who looks yeah. very grumpy. He's just He's <laughs> grumpy. I like I like that he's just kind of he's just walking along. I'm gonna call him Harumphrey. I like that. Like him a lot. Then you've got a wizard. He 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 looks a bit like the Final Fantasy wizard fella. He does a bit and he's just sort of folding in on himself. Yeah. Uh, which which uh, is very good. Then there's just another small boring night fella. And oh, he's not boring. Look at his sassy pose. He's sassy, but he's you know, come on. Let let's be honest. Because I mean, okay. look at the one I've left out. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I've asked you if this series has scarecrows before, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, this is the only one I've ever found. That, that this little pumpkin boy is what I'm going in for. Yeah. A little straw and wooden jack-o'-lantern head friend. He's just toddling about. It's very good. Toddling along in a starfish shape. <laughs> um, Interestingly, in some of the other images that appear when you search for Chaos Familiars. Uh, there appears to be some um, overlap. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember, way back, we looked at those uh, early squigs that became early Tyranid... Um... Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know which way around it was. They were squigs and they were Tyranid uh, bitey things that I've forgotten yeah. the name of, even though I have loads of them. Uh there seems to be at least overlap of one fella, and it's the the little Yeti. <laughs> Do you remember him? The little melting Yeti. I remember you did... I don't remember that at all. I, remem- I remember the description little melted Yeti, but I feel like I'd remember having seen that. He's made of noodles! Hmm. And he seems to be, like, the one Chaos Familiar thing that's carried over from those things that kept being repurposed for stuff. The one thing that survived a noodle yeti. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, I've got another image that is Chaos Familiars here. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the only difference is... Uh, uh, I'm sending this image to you as well because okay. this is how this show works in a very uh, interesting uh, style for an audio medium. Yeah, it, it's whereby yeah. I send you images, you look at the image, <laughs> and then collapse. <laughs> the listener doesn't. Yeah, the listener gets to see one that I chose for the thumbnail. <laughs> yes. The only differences seem to be, again, that Yeti fella from the original yeah. Squig Slash There's Tyranids. a frog with robot arms today. Yes, there's a, there's a frog with robot arms and a guy with a very long sword, and those are the only differences. Yeah. Those are the only... Well, the guy with the very long sword's just the sassy one, isn't it? Oh, is he? I... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it just... He's just at an angle. 
Okay, yeah, I understand now, yeah. yeah so I, the, had, the, I had to the, process that for a second. I just thought, why is this man turning into a stick? Oh, it's him from a neck, because then I saw the helmet. Yeah. So it's interesting that, um... Those seem to be... The, the Chaos Familiars aren't a thing that have appeared very often. It's interesting that just a selection of the ones that did appear in the past got remade for Silver Tower. Yeah. I can find only one other Chaos Familiar. And I'm going to send him for completeness, but he, he is yeah. literally just a, <laughs> he's just a, just a regular old devil in a waistcoat. Fucking regular... Hello, I'm Deep Jasper's cousin. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a normal waistcoated fella, you know? It's just a normal Jasperial waistcoated fella. That's. Oh no, it's not uh... a waistcoat. Sorry. It's oh, is it like backpack. a backpack? Yeah. I've got a different angle here. His little rucksack where he keeps all of oh. his jelly beans. Apparently, that, and um, firearms. The little cat girl thing is meant to be a demonette familiar because the demonettes are the Slanesh demons. Oh, I've got I've got a hide paint colour for them. Have you seen in front you, of me right have, now? Have you seen the Slanesh stuff? Yeah, you showed me that. Okay. A lot of a lot of weird sexy anteater people. Yeah. Uh so since we're on the topic, there is one bit of things talk news, alright? Okay. So they had a massive uh, live stream on Saturday mm-hmm. that had a bunch of um new stuff announced. Uh, and one of the things that they announced was um, Diachasm, which is the next... Uh, Diachasm? Diachasm. It's Warhammer Underworld's Diachasm. Diachasm is part of Beastgrave. So it's like... What they did is they had Shadespire and then Night Vault, which was part of Shadespire that's a bit deeper in. And then they did Beastgrave and this is Diachasm, which is part of Beastgrave. Okay. So, that's the thing. Uh, we've not seen any of the models yet, apart from one thing that's not in the starter set, which I will get to because it's incredibly good. Okay. But would you like to see the box? I would be delighted to see the box, Elodie. Hello? Chasm box. Hello. Uh, so I was talking that whole time and apparently I'd left the call. That's odd, because I've been having a coherent conversation with you. Oh. Have I been talking to your past self? I don't know. Uh, the internet's back, though, apparently. That's so weird. Because, like, literally, it wasn't even a full second between, like, you were last talking to me, and you were like, hello, the call cut out, and I was left, I left it. Well, it said, it said, join call. And I couldn't hear you. But you could hear me? Because, huh. like, you... I received the image of the box at the exact moment I said I'd be delighted to see the box. That's so weird. Have I just blacked out for 20 seconds? I don't, I don't know, because I didn't hear the thing where you said you'd be delighted to hear the, see the box. By the time I've got both sets of audio... The answer will have become apparent, and I will know what's going on. But for now, I would just like to say that he's got a lovely hoot boy. 
Mm. So what it is, is Lumineth Realm Lords, which are the new High Elf ones that just came out. Uh, which do have a big mountain cow, which is very good. Uh, and by, by that, I, I don't mean it's a cow that lives in a mountain. I mean it's a cow man made of mountains with bonsai trees on it. Uh, so I'll show you that in a minute because I feel like that's important. But for now, let's talk about the Diachasm box because we haven't seen the models yet. But that is a, a Slangor, which is like the Slanesh version of Zangors or Beastmen. They've just sort of put a ring around a problem. I don't. I, it's difficult for me to tell what I'm looking at. It's very lithe and pink and fleshy. It just sounded like you just said lime. Oh yes. And then the next word I heard was flesh. <laughs> I said it was lithe and fleshy. Right. Yeah. And I thought you were just saying lime it's flesh. Un- it's uncomfortable to look at. But it's I'd weird like to it. look at, but it's interesting. I will give it that. I'm glad that they are doing the specific gods, uh, gods again. Because for mm. a while it was just the Zangors were the only ones that were specific. Previously they'd had like a uh, metal release of specific ones, but they were mostly just themed versions of regular ones. But this is our first glimpse at a modern slangor, and I find it very uncomfortable, but I like it a lot. Oh, there you go. I I just think... All I can say for now is that I think it's quite telling that there was the weird sexual problems happening in the bottom of the box, and I was just immediately looking at the owl. (laughs) I was just like, oh, burb. The owl is good, and I like it a lot. I and like him. This comes out in December, so I'm going to get it for Christmas. Give that a look for your Decembers if you want. So the other ones that have existed in the past are Pestigors, which are the Nurgle ones, and they're all like diseased and bloated and rotting, like you'd expect. Man. Discord is great at letting you start sentences. <laughs> so, Nurgle's ones, yes. Nurgle's ones. Nurgle's ones are pestigors. Which, are which just makes like... sense, because he's, a, he's but... a pestilence. Yeah. And they're all just diseased. That and sounded really and... harsh, but it's just literally true. <laughs> yes. They're all di- diseased and rotting and bloated and covered in pustules and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are fine, and then there was, I think it was corgor. I don't know if it's corgors or corngors for corn. Corn, it's not corn boys. Mm. Direct is what they're called. Uh, the way they went about that is they just gave them dog heads instead. <laughs> I mean, that's a way to do it. Yeah, that's I mean, a thing you can do have... with your with the with your one life you get on this earth, I suppose. There's, there's not much. Corn is just like a angry brass demony stuff. It's just like the most normal looking of all of it. Yeah, the most normal demony things is corn. So there's not much else you well, can do. Well, it, it's has... normal to be angry and have floating skulls symbols. 
Well, it's 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 what you'd expect more from when you hear the word demon, is kind of what yeah. I'm going with. They're the most classical demon things, so there's not much you can do with a corn gore. But they gave him dog faces. Um, but yes, that's that. And they have announced one of the uh, the new um, warbands for Diachasm. Mm-hmm. They have only included one image of one of the characters for it so far. But it's also mm-hmm. the only model for Diachasm that we have fully shown. And... I think you will understand why I'm very enthused. Okay, now, I was about to say that they seem to have thrown this out there with really very little to actually show as a proof of concept. However, what you've shown me here is a little chameleon playing the clarinet, and I I would want to get that in front of people as soon as possible. Note how the thing that he's got to hold his blow darts... It's it's just got a frog strapped to his side, and he's got the blow darts in the frog's mouth. I haven't spotted that. <laughs> he's so he looks so just. Ugh. He's been squished into a real bad function. It's, it's funny because um. I just Poison converted. Dart Frog, fuck off. Yeah. I see you bastards for doing that <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh okay. no. If you remember I um I made my my lizardy fellas recently. You did I used the the sports ones and some of them are the chameleon ones. So I actually made one of these. I made two of them. I'm going to send you an image because it's slightly different than the last time I showed it to you. Okay. The lizards have progressed. Slight lizard differences in your porridge tonight. Get them now or you will not have them anymore. And you'll die. That's how owning things works. Daniel Day-Lewis will tell you the same. Daniel Day-Lewis will tell you the same. God, this is taking so long to send this image. This is... It, yeah, it, it's, I'm waiting for it. It's still... This is gonna be real fucking awkward to edit. I'm so sorry. It, it's fine. It's mo- it's it's sticks. mostly annoying because like I can't react to things in real time that I would probably have had quite strong reactions to had I heard them. I've s- the image is sent now, apparently. There, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I, re- I re- <laughs> he's doing a little trumpet. <laughs> uh... I don't know who is this now that I've become. <laughs> The the main difference from last time you saw it is that I've given him a little quiver that came from quiver, um, yeah. it it came from the same set of random parts that I had from an older Lord of the Rings World Rider set that I used the shield from to make that little Skaven from before, if you remember. Hmm. Uh but I've just given him the quiver and I think it looks quite nice. But he's not he's nothing compared to the frog fella. 
Yeah. But I, I, it's funny. It's just funny that I, but I almost fell off my seat. Uh, it's funny because I specifically converted that exact model, basically, and then yeah, they announced you, you, it. You accidentally made... Um, I'll say this much, it's a more humane version of the equipment that you've created. Yeah. But it does not look like a frog. No, it does not. If you could have something that looks like a frog even, but just wasn't an actual live frog, to just have darts in its mouth... You strange people, but you know, I don't... the uh, the current uh, main ones that are like metally ones, metally fellas, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if my computer will work now because it says it's connected to the internet. I'll just keep using the phone for the call, but yeah. I'll see if I can send images on here now. Okay. Um. It's called a chameleon skink, by the way. Good. Skink, skink. Yeah, my my internet's apparently working. So, these are... Ah, no, I didn't want to open Fire (laughs) Alpaca. These are a mistake. That has occurred. I am a chef. Chef? I am a chef, is what I said, but that's a fine chef. Too. That's even worse. So those are the uh, the old models for the chameleon skinks. They look very dutifully, just dutiful sweepers, really. Uh, the one thing about them is that their hats are frogs. This seems to be a recurring thing with. That's just what frogs are for, I guess, in this universe. That's their lot in life. And then the the total War Warhammer ones, um, you will get to see that they're absolutely covered in the things. How many bloody frogs do you need? This... That he's got a frog one... hat, he's got a frog cloak, he's got a frog strapped to his arm. It's just so bloody... Blech. Can't be fucking bot. That one big frog being held by Moloch didn't know how lucky he had it. Yeah. Look at the absolute state of these people. Oh, this incredible! I found a a zoomed out one as well, and this one you can see that there's even more frogs strapped to him. What's the point? What's the point in having that many frogs strapped? They don't even seem to be serving a purpose. I guess that's where he gets his poison from. There's not a reason to strap a frog to your thigh like that. He's got a frog strapped to his thigh and he wipes his uh, arrow onto it. He wipes it on the frog to poison him? Yeah. Whereas mine, I guess he's just got the poison on the arrows already because there's no frogs on him because I don't have a little frog to strap. No frogs in. He cut out the amphibious middleman. Yeah. So. So that's a fun thing. That's that's very interesting. I've I've always enjoyed the creativity of this series as much as I am now really worried about the well-being of frogs that have just been near any person involved in the writing of this. Oh my god, I 
I did not realise until I saw this particular paint job that someone's done of this chameleon skink. Um, I will never know what you didn't realise. Yeah, oh, you will, because I've now sent you the image. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I need you to be completely honest with me right now, Elodie. Is this an old woman lizard trying to take a shit on a skull or not? I think it kind of is, but it's also got at least three frogs strapped down its back. Yep, just three frogs right there. There's a little snake! Uh, the, the thing closed, I need to look at the snake again. There's a noodle. Oh, this piece of art of one of them is very good. And again, it does have a frog strapped to it. <laughs> This seems to be recurring in most of the... Uh... You can't just keep sending me pictures of things with frogs strapped to them. It, it's This is my new nightmare. <laughs> he looks very peaceful. He looks very peaceful with his darts up there. He does still have a frog strapped to him, though. He does still have a frog strapped to him is the problem. How is there that many people in the Frog Strappers Guild? I don't get it. I thought it was a niche interest. This this one doesn't... I can't see any frog strapped to this one, alright? So, this one it might haunts. be... This one might be our only hope. Unfortunately, I missed out on this, because apparently this... This was a, uh... <coughs> this one, apparently they had a re-release of it for a week, which is kind of like... You remember my grey seer model? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elodie, your lizards have broken me, and I've not had to say that in a while. <laughs> That's... Why... <laughs> Elodie, why have you done that? What's wrong? Why have you done that for me to look fucking Jabba the Hutt looking? <laughs> I, I guess we have the the image for on the just, episode then. on just the muscliest body. Yeah, is Jabba the Hutt lizard face screaming into his blowpipe? I'm sad I missed that. I'm gonna be because I, I would have. I mean, this 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 is gonna be a two part special at this point. It feels like. Yeah, it's quite. We a may long even one. have a whole fucking frog strappers special at this point. In which case, the problem is made significantly easier. There have been a lot of really good images for in the course of what is now coming up on two hours. Yeah. Well, we've done Silver Tower. We've done Chameleon Skinks. We've done Sexy Goat Men. I don't know what we've done at this point, Elodie. I don't know how I'm going to face God after this. Uh, I feel like that's the end of an episode, so I will say remember everyone. It's certainly the end. It yeah, remember, remember everyone. Uh, leave.